0: I tell you what, during this quarantine, I am learning the the, the power of spiritual discipline. In fact, God's taken me on a journey over the last several weeks, four or five weeks, just focusing on what I need to do to grow in my walk with the Lord, and it all falls in the way of in the area of spiritual disciplines. You know, what am I folks focusing on part of the week and then letting that go and doing something else and, and but there's 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 victory I'm discovering in making it a practice. You know, we only get good at something by practicing. If you're an athlete, you you're good at that because you've gone out in the yard and you've thrown the ball with someone or you you've you've hit it to yourself against a wall, baseball or whatever it might be. We get we grow by practicing. So the spiritual discipline I want to focus on right now, I'm going to start off in Philippians chapter 4, and it goes like this, something you've probably heard before. It's, it, it says, pray about everything. Pray about everything. And, and before that, it has these words, don't worry about anything. And then you see that highlighted, pray about everything. Great and small, no matter what it is. Sometimes we don't take things to God because we think, well, you know, I'm not going to worry him with all this today. I'll tell you, nobody wants to hear your voice like God does. He loves to hear your voice. He loves to talk to you. He loves to minister to you. So that's the first thing we have to get out of the way is that suggestion that God's just too busy today. He's not. In fact, he was waiting on you this morning. He gave you and I another day to live, breathe breath into our body. He protected us while we slept last night. And he is sustaining that breath so that we can know him in another day, another experience. So praying about all matters, great and small, is so important. You know why? Because all day long we are are bombarded with anxiety and negative opinions. Already you're thinking about something, maybe somebody, maybe yourself. Maybe you looked at yourself in the mirror last night and you said, you know what? I've got a dream. That's something I really want to do. God's even told me to do it, but I just don't. I want to talk to you today real quickly about the power of negative opinions and the power of suggestion. It's just a quick story we find back in 2 Samuel chapter 10, and I'm going to read a little bit of it and then summarize for uh, for you real quickly, and it's in 2 Samuel chapter 10 verses 1, and I'm going to read through verse 5, okay? So, King David has assumed the throne, and a tragedy has happened. In another army. In fact, it's one of their enemy armies. It's the Amorites. So in verse one of 2 Samuel chapter 10, it goes like this. Sometime later, the king of the Ammonites died and his son Hanan became king in his place. Then David said, I'll show kindness to Hanan, just as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent his emissaries to console Hanan concerning his father. However, when they arrived in the land of the Ammonites, the Ammonite leaders said to Hanan, their Lord, just because David has sent men with condolences for you, do you really believe he's showing respect for your father? Oh, instead, hasn't David sent his emissaries in order to scout out the city, spy on it, and demolish it? So Haman took David's emissaries and shaved off half their beards, cut their clothes in half at the hips and sent them away. In verse five, when this was reported to David, he sent someone to meet them since they were deeply humiliated. And the king said, just stay in Jericho until your beards grow back and then they return. Oh my goodness, the power of negative opinions, the power of anxiety that comes on us. Here you have a grieving son. He just lost his father. The son is now assuming the throne. And in the middle of this grief, David, an enemy, Israel has been at war with the Amorites for a long time, all the way back to the Exodus, coming out of Egypt, if you recall that. And David is reaching out because the king, showed kindness to David, even though they had bad blood for all these years. David is reaching out, building a bridge of connection. And what happens? Anxiety over these servants who had served this king for so long. And now that that king has died, they're now feeding suggestions to the son. Something that was going to be a beautiful moment of sympathy, all because negative opinions and even bitterness from battles before has now caused this to turn sour. If you read on in that story, you know that the the new king, the son, the grieving son, doesn't accept David's sympathy. In fact, he humiliates the men who came to console him. In fact, he gets an army together. He's going to invite the Arameans to join, and it's going to be a bloody battle, all because one person gave in to negative opinions and suggestions. And I think about this today, and it makes me kind of sad because I wonder how many of us have put our hands to the plow. We even sought the Lord in prayer. God gave us direction on doing something. And we 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 went forward with it, stepped out in faith, but we began to give in to negative opinions and people's suggestions to the point to where we took our hands off the plow, closed the book, and that dream is on the shelf. Have you ever been there? I've been there so many times. I could spend hours today telling you of all those accounts. But I love the invitation to pray about everything. Even in one of the, the spiritual disciplines that we got to focus on as believers, if we're ever going to grow, is to bring all opinions good, bad, horrible, tragic, positive to the Lord, to the feet of the Lord, and say, Father God, what do you say? about this. Because I do realize there is a such thing as a good suggestion. I've had people who have come alongside of me when I was about to make decisions in my life that might not have been so good. And they came along and said, Kevin, you might want to rethink that. And you know what? I took their advice. But then there have been times when I knew the Lord was in something. I had peace in my heart in my quiet time. I, I, I found scripture in the word of God to, to show me God's character, to, to sort of confirm what I was dealing with. And then I got a little nervous because someone was in my ear. You see, we've got to protect our circle of influence. The number one circle of person in the circle of influence that we've got in our life must be the Lord himself. The Bible teaches us that the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into all truth. That's concerning God's word. That's also concerning the affairs of our life. So, I want to encourage you right now, if you have put, closed the book of dreams and you've put that on the shelf, I want to ask you, is that because God told you to or are you giving in to the power of suggestion and negative opinions? It led to an all-out war for Hanan. A little rumor turned into a, a private conversation to the gathering of troops and involving a whole nother nation of people. To where David had no choice but to gather his army to fight off these people. It was just going to be a simple bridge of sympathy. But turned into a war and a lot of bloodshed. How many of us can say, you know what? That's happened to me. I've not had to gather troops per se to fight a battle. But in my heart and in my mind, I've fought wars. Because I listen to ungodly counsel. I want to encourage you with that today. Take all matters to the Lord. Don't worry about it. Pray about everything, as Paul said in Philippians, all sizes, great and small, Take it to the Lord today. Father, I pray right now as we close, Lord, that that this resonates with us in our spirit, that from this day forward, Lord, we won't consider one thing to be too small and not too great for you. Because you said in 1 Peter that we can cast everything on you because you care for us. So may we make that our spiritual discipline today to begin to understand you are Father, And you are friend in Jesus' name. And nobody gives us greater counsel than you, the Lord, the Redeemer of our souls. I give you praise today for your word and your invitation for a peaceful life. In Christ's name, amen.